0: You are listening to more for the woman who simply wants more with Tiffany Largie. Yes, you could totally have a goal and goals are good, but goals don't really. You could absolutely have a goal and goals are great, but goals don't really stretch you. Goals, you can see the destination, you see how to get there, and you know the steps to take. You just need to take them. I want you to ask yourself this question. That's what this entire week is about. Like in in the, the, the belly of more, acquiring more, becoming more, demanding more, asking more, going and building more. It is nothing more than being in this question. Bestie, if you could dream wildly, like seriously, if you could dream wildly to the point where this thing makes no sense. If you could dream wildly until like it feels crazy to even say it out loud or tell somebody, what do you want? Like you've already done enough to get yourself to this level. Whatever you did to get to this level, whatever you did, whoever you had to become, you did it and you did it and you did it well. But I really want to know, like for real, for real, if you could dream wildly to the point that it makes no sense, what do you want? Once you get to a couple hundred thousand dollars or even a million, you have new goals. I'm going to get to 2 million. I'm going to get to 3 million. Okay, great. That's just another goal. And in order to get there as a woman, you just need to do more of whatever you already did. That's it. That's kind of what you need to do. You really just think about it. You just need to do more of what you already did in a better way. And then you do it. So we both know the path. But what I don't hear is a woman who's doing 1 million who says, I want to do 100 million. Why haven't you said that? Why is everything that you want just right around the corner? like if you could dream wildly, one million is amazing, but five million is like next door it's two streets over a hundred million now now we're talking. Most women think too damn small, and if you're here listening to this chances are you may think bigger than everybody else around you. so you're like, Tiffany, that is wrong. I do not think small. I think bigger than my sister and my brother and my all the other people that I know. And I'm thrilled for you. But that thinking bigger doesn't mean that you have, that thinking bigger does not mean that you are thinking to the height of your capacity. Where they finish and their ability to think big, that's your beginning. That's where you're just starting. And I want you to own that. And it's okay to own that. But what's not okay is for you to keep making Yourself, feel, play, do small things just to kind of keep the circles running around you. If you could dream wildly to the point where it makes no sense, like, and, and like it's, it's wild, it's insane. Like right now, what do you want? Look at the goal that you set for yourself this year or next year. Okay, that's great. I want you to multiply it times 10. What would it take? Tiffany, well, I really want to get to 1.2. Okay, great. What would it get, take for you to get to 6.2? Do you know that I left Florida? And I left Florida because I was making, I was doing a couple hundred thousand dollars, but Maya, my middle child, she was always sick. And she did this one chapter of time, she got pneumonia and I had to stay in the hospital for a long time. It was a nightmare. Now, of those 30 days, but I'm sharing this with you because, yes, I get back and in other spaces, I've talked about how I, you know, had to put her on my back and knock on doors just to get the money back going, flowing again, because that's what happened. I didn't know that I didn't own a business. But truth I remember the moment that I looked in this magazine, I saw these guys golfing for a month and I was like, how do they get this time off for a month? I don't get it. First, I had never known that you could work somewhere that you love. I want to highlight that because I never knew that people had jobs that they liked. Because I always saw people that just had jobs, that they just had jobs. And you had jobs to make money to pay for your family, but like you didn't necessarily like your job. Like I had a family member who was a teacher. She hated being a teacher and she was bad. She People people would sl- slash her tires. You know, like this, this stuff is serious. I have someone else in my family, like, you know, they, like I could think of tw- 20 people that I knew growing up and none of them liked their jobs. So the idea of liking where you work was crazy. And sometimes I think if I had knew that you could like where you work, I may have gone and found a great company and just applied myself there. And I don't mean that you like where you work because you can tolerate it. No, I mean where you're excited about getting up and running into the office and seeing your family. That's also your friends. That's the best place to be. Now, outside of that, I really truly said to myself, the dream wildly was I need to understand what a business is and how that's different from what I'm doing. So I left everything I was in Florida I think in 2008. 2008. Yeah, because Jada starts uh, elementary school. She's in kindergarten and she started in Wesley Chapel. So in 2008, I, I leave. I get out of my lease. I break my lease. I abruptly leave. And for some of the dreaming wildly that you need to do in this next chapter or next season, you need to abruptly leave. You cannot just like get up and go do something and like try to ease your way and hold on to one thing and go to the other. You actually need to drop it and go and run and race. I left Miami, Florida Homestead and I raced to Tampa, Florida and the rest is history. I look back every time of me making the decision to dream and dream wildly because from there, that's how I get to North Carolina. And, you know, I still think about the fact that in a state that didn't want me there, where I felt the most alone I had ever felt, gave birth to my last child. I was able to focus on what this wild-eyed dream I had, I had never seen anybody build a business in my life. I only heard about it in my head, and in books, and in magazines. I didn't know anybody. Because in Miami, Miami is different than the rest of America. In Miami, you got a lot of people who own businesses, quote unquote. But back then, the people that I knew, they owned the business, but they were also behind the chair for 25 hours a day. Like She owned a salon, but she really didn't own a salon. They weren't building a business. The barber shop, the mechanic shop, the panaderia, which is like a uh, bakery, I guess, a bakery or bread making panaderia, panaderia. You see, see, how I just got corrected. Okay. <clears throat> Rewind. The panaderia, okay, was um, the place, like the person who could bake owned the shop too. You know, like it just wasn't anybody. And I'm not saying owning a business meant that you were on a beach and then everybody else worked. But I never saw anyone who was building something like that. Like I never saw anybody building something like that salon was the same size all 25 years. You know, like the food place was the same size all 25 years and they just kept doing this. And I'm not saying there's nothing wrong. But I saw something that was possible. And I guess maybe it's culturally, uh, it just was in my mind, that was my dream wildly because I had never seen it. I didn't know anybody who had done it. And my family was, thought it was crazy. When I would talk and I, and I would try to articulate this thing that I saw people doing in magazines, I was like, I'm going to go try this thing. So I had to leave Florida. Now, this is my last part of this, which I'm going to wrap up. Um, I had to leave everybody because everybody thought too damn small and they kept trying to push their small thinking on me and i was like i know that people are building something maybe it's not me maybe it's not here but it's somewhere in this world because there are other people building something and i i don't even know if i want to build something big i just know that you can build something and i'd like to see how you build something so i had to leave everybody behind that's actually how i got to north carolina i was like i'm leaving florida everybody but you don't know anybody. What's in North Carolina? It's cold over there, all these things. And I was like, yeah, but you're not here. That's the thing. You're not going to be there and your mouths won't be there. I won't hear your insecurities. I won't hear everybody trying to come, cut me down on these ideas. I don't I won't have to deal with it. So I went to North Carolina and I literally spent all my time getting the courage to go out my door the first day on March 2nd of 2010. And every time I look back on that day, and because I, I remember coming home and crying, going, what have I done? I remember coming home to an empty house that I had rented off the internet. It was in a nice neighborhood, but I still rented it off the internet. I was alone there. Stuff was in boxes. and I was like, what am I doing? The, these people were crazier than crazy. They ate barbecue with vinegar, And they did weird things. They just, they drank cheer wine. They just did weird shit over there. It was crazy, scary as hell over there in North Carolina. People didn't eat plantains. They didn't eat no black beans or rice. Nobody really, really knew what jerk chicken was. You understand, you have no idea. I cried for days. I would call and question myself and feel like I had done the stupidest things, made the worst decision. But when you dream and dream wildly and you go where no one has gone before, you're going where no one has gone before, which means you have to make your own path. And I feel like for the woman who knows that she wants more and and for the human, this is not just the woman, the person who knows that they're capable of more, creating your own path is actually the name of the game. And if you can do that, you can actually do anything. And then you're capable of anything. And then all the things are possible. So in this moment of more, if you could dream and dream wildly to the point where it makes no sense and it's insane, what would you do? What would you build? What would you create? Every single day I wake up with this thing on my mind called Wembley. And it is a thing that I silently have. It is the most wildest thing that I could possibly do in this lifetime is figure out how to fill an entire stadium and hold church, hold a community meeting, a family meeting for everybody like me, every underdog around the world who has felt less than uh, and give them the tools without without. Forcing them to buy a product or a program or something afterwards. Give them the tools to win everything that this vessel has acquired and and the peers that I have. Like it is my greatest dream ever, and it is my wild wild dream. But it's as much possible as I am willing to own the path that is uncharted, that it's not clear. That's going to force me to do something way more than just stretch. It's going to force me to cry maybe bleed a little bit, take deep breaths, and do it all over again the next day. I know that whatever it is that you have been vying for, whatever it is you've been thinking of, it's so possible. Because if it wasn't, as a woman, you wouldn't have been given the vision for it. I know that you've been given the vision for it probably because you're supposed to give birth to it. It's just that simple. So in this moment of more, I... Literally, I pray that I have served you and giving you the game, the backdoor game and exactly what I did and how I got to this level of more and more importantly, what are the things that I had to do when it came to my confidence, demanding respect, going where no one has ever gone before and being real with the people that are around me. I want to hear from you, whatever that might be. And more importantly, I'll see you next week. Bye. Girl, wasn't that amazing? Listen. I wish that I'd have conversations like the one that you and I just had. I mean, on my way to my first 10K, 100K, million with another woman, a woman who just gave me the game, the inside thoughts, all the stuff that we're not talking about on the surface. I wish I had heard from a woman who gave me the more and told me it was okay to be who I am and the way I was, and I didn't have to be apologetic about it all the time. That's why I'm so excited that we get to be here together. Here's what I selfishly want you to do because I want to see you in just a couple of days from now. On Wednesday, there is something called Tequila with Tiffany. You can head to tequilawithtiffany.com right now and register. You and I get to have a drink. We're going to happy hour virtually. And I'm going to give you the current game, what's happening right now at this exact moment so that we can acquire more and micro steps in between this. And if you're like, Tiffany, I don't even know. I don't know what I need. Then do this. Send us a note. Send me an email. Send a pigeon. Tie it and send it over here to Phoenix. But whatever it is, make sure that you're taking a step. And I want you to know that I'm here with you so that we can take it together. I can't wait to see you on the next episode as we race towards more.